Welcome to the Part in the Noise podcast. I'm your host, Scotty Hughes. So people want to know why Part in the Noise. Well, the real reason is you're going to be hearing a lot of noise in the background. As I'm doing this in my kitchen, uh, so throughout the, the podcast here in the beginning until I find a, a more suitable location, you're going to be hearing dishwashers, probably maybe kids crying out a little, uh, neighbors doing their thing in the background. I don't know what kind of noises, but that's kind of the tongue-in-cheek way of saying, welcome to the podcast, pardon the noise. The other side of it is is that uh, there are so many podcasts um, out currently, and um, I know that one of the last things we need is just another podcast. Uh, and so I'm hoping that this podcast is more than just noise. Um, you know, that if I'm adding to the noise, pardon it, but uh, hopefully it's more than that. Hopefully that's something that uh, you enjoy, that brings a smile to your day, that you uh, maybe recommend to your friends something that you say, man, I love the way he thinks, or I love the interviews he has, I, I love his sense of humor. Um, I do voices, characters, impersonations, so who knows what kind of interviews might pop out of this thing, but... Uh, so that's kind of that's the whole gist behind it. So thanks for coming along for the ride. And episode one, uh, so many things to talk about. Um, to start off, you know this this show is going to be about current events, pop culture. Um, it's going to be interviews. It's going to be faux interviews, maybe silly songs. Who knows? It's going to be a lot of different things. Uh, but we're going to ask some hard-hitting questions. We're going to get real, and uh, we're going to laugh. We're going to cry. Um, that's how we're going to do it. On today's episode, I'm going to be interviewing the one, the only, my wife, Jenny Husserow. Um, it's a lot of fun. I had a lot of fun doing this interview with my wife, and uh, I hope you will enjoy listening to it too. Without further ado, Jenny Husserow. Welcome to the show, very first episode, my wife, Jennifer Husserow. Jennifer, it's so formal, oh my goodness. Jennifer, Jennifer. Jennifer. <laughs> well, that's your fancy artist name, isn't it? No. No? No, I don't go by Jennifer. In Husserow Galleries? No, it's just a J. It's mysterious. You don't it's even know. J. It's J. Oh. <laughs> okay. Well, for why don't you tell yourself? Uh, tell myself. Tell yourself. What do you want me to tell myself? Tell yourself that you're good at this. Um, <laughs> tell. Why don't you tell our audience just a little bit about yourself so they get to know who you are? Well, um, my name is Jenny. I'm married to Scott here. And um, before I even tell you a little bit about myself, I did want to comment. We were just listening to playback of your first little attempts at the podcast here and I didn't realize how much your voice sounds like some swanky like radio jock disc jockey old school like like hello it was very <laughs> like I don't know if that was Mr. a compliment Smooth, Mr. It, it's supposed to be a compliment <laughs> okay. it's supposed to be a compliment 
not the not the tone I was going for, but <laughs> but okay, yeah. So it's funny that I'm the first person that you have on your podcast because um, I'm not usually a big time talker. So what do you want to know about me? Um, let's see. We've been married for ten years, no, eleven years. What year are we in? Two thousand nineteen. <laughs> And people say so, I'm funny story, yeah. You're you're the guy that always knows the date and I'm the girl that's supposed to know the date that often is like, Where what time are we how long have we been married? <laughs> well, for those of you who don't know, uh my wife is a famous artist. Oh. Uh she's renowned, known around the world. <laughs> Her art has traveled oceans. Um and, you know, you don't have to fact check that, okay? Just... <laughs> By oceans, do you mean across, like, the San Diego Little Rivers, <laughs> like, to the next county? <laughs> it almost went to Australia. About that. <laughs> That's true. It almost, oh, one of your famous art pieces almost went to Australia. <laughs> I think instead, is it in our house or no, somebody else? No, another friend has it now. Another yeah. friend has it now. Yeah. Well, I... When did you first get into, when did you first realize that I have a gift for artwork? Oh, I don't know. When I was little, um, I would copy Disney drawings. How little? Oh, probably, oh gosh. No, no. Okay, backtrack. Before that, Disney was probably around like seven or something. But before that, I my earliest memory of drawing was my mom taught me how to draw a little cartoon bunny. And I was probably <clears throat> like four or five and it was like a formula for drawing a little cartoon bunny like you do two little circles for the little mouth like the nose like two little circles for the eyes and a big one for the head and the ears and it was like so I I could look back on all my Mm -hmm. um, drawings and I have bunnies everywhere Mm because it was like I can draw a bunny bunny." (laughs) what's up doc yeah bunnies bunnies okay so then did you take a lot of art classes in school did you no self-made self-taught self-taught uh random couple classes here and there um whenever there was an art class and it was kind of just an excuse to do crafts together then I got to college and took art and I thought I was going to learn some amazing skills and instead because I went to such a political school art was all about making a political statement had nothing to do with beauty or aesthetics and Mm. so I was very sad and I thought I was a terrible artist and it was more like uh lay down in the street naked yeah an art project was let's (laughs) you get an a (laughs) pretty much let's protest gas prices by going and blocking all the pumps at the gas station it was performance art that was art (laughs) so painting was maybe not a real art form to that college (laughs) when did you sell your first piece of art oh goodness i don't even know probably sometime when you're married oh really? no 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 well yeah probably if if you're not counting door-to-door like sales of little drawings of 
Disney animals like to the neighbors, you know, trying to like pedal drawings for like ten cents each. Then probably when we were married. No, I would count. I would count that. I would count that. You were pedaling your artwork. Yes. Yeah, I'd go around on you my were bike and I would guilting and shaming your poor neighbors. No, nobody ever actually bought anything. They oh were not my. nice neighbors. They wouldn't. Even or they was just that terrible that oh, they were wow. like, I've seen this before. This is horrible. Get out of here, you little They're girl. Like, wow, they wouldn't even give you a. That's rough. <laughs> Wait, let's flip the script now, okay? Because you're talking to me, and I'm, you know, I'm sure I'll be back on the show. Let's interview you. <laughs> let's talk about you since it's your podcast. It is my podcast. <laughs> so tell us what made you want to do a podcast. Hmm. That's a good question. Um, I think I I didn't I never actually really enjoyed listening to talk radio or anything like that. I always wanted to listen to music. And it wasn't until I moved to San Diego um that I started listening to uh a morning show here in San Diego called The Mikey Show. And I for it was for the first time in my life that I actually didn't want to click on music I actually wanted to listen to this show and the show was just these four people sitting around talking about these different topics playing games laughing Mikey Esparza he did voices and characters and they would go off each other and they would do bits like Tyrone and Tortilla and stuff that was I it it actually set me on this path of just like wow man I wish I could do that I wish I could um I don't know entertain people in that way that they love the show and 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 to me it just seemed like man if I were doing that every day I would I'd love it and uh that kind of you know that show ended and morning show stuff you know kind of changed for me and you know didn't have much of a drive time or something like that and it wasn't until um probably a year ago maybe a little longer I don't know but I started listening to podcasts at work and so my job I you know I work for a 3d printing company forecast 3d shout out what what <laughs> they and it's the kind of work though that you can you know they allow you to listen to music in you know in your headphones or whatever and as long as you can still kind of hear around you um it's the kind of work though you you know you don't have to have every bit of focus and attention you know and i started listening to a lot of different podcasts and um i once again it just kind of rekindled man i would love to do this one of my favorite podcasts the relevant podcast um if I, if I that was that's kind of a bucket dream list of mine to ever be on that show with those guys who knows maybe this podcast will lead there uh, and just you know I like the the learning of it you know from educational podcasts to entertaining podcasts to sports podcasts all of it um, and so it's kind of you know it was one of those things like, man I wish I could do that and I thought to myself why don't I do that and then my lovely wife 
lit a fire under my buns and she said get going do this <laughs> do this or you're gonna regret it do this or i'm gonna divorce you no <laughs> That was never spoken. Let's just make sure that's pretty clear. <laughs> I'm kidding. <clears throat> um, so I said, I'm starting a podcast and it's going to be phenomenal. <laughs> <laughs> so what's your tagline here that you will you will laugh, you will cry, and hopefully you'll learn something? Is that is that what we're going for? For now. For now. So... I think what I'm sensing here is our first episode seems to be touching on your, well, for both of us, just dreams for the future and finding what you're gifted at, but also what you love to do and finding a little bit of purpose in that, correct? And we might have landed on a good thing here with the podcast, even though this is the first episode, we don't even know. Hmm. We'll see what happens. But, so maybe that can be a little bit of like a... Okay, I'm crying. It's emotional. Great. It's good. Give me something that'll make me laugh. <laughs> Wait, you Do were your crying? Voices. No, I'm just saying, you know, that's more of like the heartfelt side oh, yeah. of the podcast. And But what I think people don't know about you is you have a Rolodex of about, I don't know, 5,000 different voices that you do. They'll, and, they'll make their way out. Okay, yes, they'll make their way out. But... Let's talk about this because so when I was a little girl and I was trying to sell art door to door, you were a little boy and you would probably stand in front of the mirror and do your voices. <laughs> Is that how this happened? <laughs> do you ever see that scene in Ace Ventura when he <laughs> turns around and he flaps his butt cheeks? And... <laughs> Does anyone ever mentor? Let me tell you something. Suppose you find yourself. Yeah, no, I was, I was, uh, I liken my childhood to the cable guy, the oh movie gosh. with Jim Carrey. And uh, if you've ever seen that movie, his childhood was him being placed in front of a television, and that was his babysitter. And uh, <clears throat> I think, uh, I think in some ways, I, I found a, you know, a, I very often leaned into entertainment and, you know, I'd watch all these movies, comedies, um, just things that I would test my own voice against, you know, in living color. That was a game changer for me. Um, you know, 90s SNL with Dana Carvey and Mike Myers and all these characters and Wayne's World. And, um, and so I just kind of learned that I have a little bit of an act for it. And uh, so I don't. I, you know, would dabble here and there, and, and then I got to use it, you know, semi-professionally, <laughs> working for C3 Church. So true. <laughs> Musicals yeah. and stuff are so legit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I got some pipes. I could sing a damn baby. The, um, yeah, so who knows? We'll see where, where it goes and where this podcast takes it. So... I'm your co-host. No, <laughs> just kidding. You, you might be. Before we... Uh, in order... In order th this podcast <laughs> this just is, went up like that. This is trial and like, error. I didn't realize that this was like a test, wasn't it? Yeah, it was This like was like, let me just pretend we're going to practice with Jenny and really, like, if she's any good, we might keep her. If she sucks, I don't have to tell her she sucks. We can just say, it was a test. It's all good. Thanks, babe. 
Thanks. We're working out the issues with the microphone. <laughs> On a side note, I'd like that to... That actually <laughs> might be what was going through my head. Like, I don't know if she'd be good as an interviewee or a co-host. And so I don't want to kind of put it out there. I just need to call you out, though. This has been very fun. And I think you talk to me more on this podcast than you have, like, all week. <laughs> So we might have to do more podcasts so we can yeah, have more we, fun conversations. Yeah, we just do. Um, <laughs> podcast saved our podcast saved our marriage. Maybe that'll be the new the That's new, new tagline. Tagline. Podcast saved my marriage. <clears throat> <laughs> well, um, all right. Now that I have you on here, uh, I have a topic for you. Uh -oh. A question. This is where I get not useful. Okay, go. Just hear me out. <laughs> I already prepped the audience with this segment. Oh, jeez. Just hear me out. Are gender reveal parties... Uh-oh. Are they a subliminal message to a gender-confused society? Oh. Oh. Why don't you give me a little bit of your... A little bit of an opening thought here. <laughs> Um, well, let me, well, I can tell you how I feel about gender reveal parties. So we have, tell them how many kids we have. We have, we have three kids. Three kids. They're all about five and under. So this is very real people. This is like recent times. When we were pregnant with our first gender reveal parties were not yet really full-fledged like they are now. Yeah. Um, so it's really just changed in the last five years or so. And... Um, I I okay. We did a we did an Instagram post. I remember yeah, that. that's, it's a boy. Yeah, that's like an it's an Instagram post. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That's, <laughs> that's not like let's have a full fledged party. Okay, so all I want to say is if you're all about it, you do you, boo. That's great. I'm not really a fan um, because I I mean like I like to find out. You know what I'm having ahead of time, which I think, you know, I'm impatient. And if I were born 100 years ago, I probably wouldn't fit in because I wouldn't be able to wait till I had the baby to find out what I was having. You know, like what, like what the heck? What did people do in the old days? Like they had to wait. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Gender reveal parties seem a little extravagant for it's like, yeah, you're having a baby. Um, why do why do we have to extra celebrate? Which way? I don't know. I'm, I guess I'm terrible for thinking that. But given that the world has presented itself recently as very gender confused, um, yeah, there could be some connection there. I don't know. I don't know. Well, you're right. This It is kind of one of those things where um, we... It wasn't a thing that really happened, you know, like it, just something new that came out on the scene. But in the same in the same fashion, uh, I mean, if you think about it, um, everything that's happened with the LGBTQT forty five X Y Z. They, it's it's happened within the past ten years. Mm -hmm. So it kind of started with. Um, I remember here in California we had Prop Eight, mm -hmm. and and it was uh, you know yes on eight was was 
say family values or something like that and the vote was to the marriage be was between a man and a woman but apparently the um uh the supreme courts of california said no we're going to overturn that mm-hmm. and then shortly after that then president obama came out and he said oh we're going to overturn it you know too that you know we're going to make it so that you know um gays and lesbians can get married and there was kind of this little bit of um christians were like oh no what's gonna come next and i remember you know well-known pastor he's being interviewed and he's talking about um what was it uh, you know bestiality or something like that and like that was could be the next progression like man wearing Mm -hmm. um man marrying dog that kind of thing and then really it came out of left field like like the the transgender movement and then it wasn't just transgender it was just it was it was craziness it was it's still crazy. Every every day there's a new sexual gender that has popped up on the scene. And and it's like we're so confused. We have no idea what is um what what we are anymore. It's like I'm a X, I'm a pan, I'm a fluid gender, I'm a all these different things. And I think that's why I say subliminally, I think these gender reveal parties were almost like a backlash against that Mm. a backlash that says i'm gonna declare over my child before they're born that they are a male that they are a female interesting thought and I don't think it was ever intentional. I don't think we did it on purpose. I think it just it coincided with the the trans, you know, the the genderless movement or I don't know whatever you want to call it. And but it also coincided with Instagram and social media. I have a a take on this. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, we are you and I are okay, a little bit a step just ahead of what I would consider the millennials. Like I'm technically, I think on paper, they would consider me a millennial, but I'm not really a millennial. I'm kind of like just out of that bracket. Um, I well, think just to, just to be fair, no millennials like being called millennials. Okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so any millennial be like i'm technically not a millennial point taken okay well i can correlate this because my my um i have a sister who's 10 and a half years younger so we have um slightly different experiences in our upbringing just via that 10 year age gap and so um when i was you know, growing up, we used telephone that had a cord. There was fax machines, all that kind of thing. She grew up with cell phones, with social media, with texting. And I think as we've started to see, really, there's just been a huge movement towards um, 
I think we're more connected than ever because of social media, because of Facebook, because of all these different platforms. We have the ability to instantly connect with people and yet we're more isolated than ever because really it's not a a true form of connection, right? And so what I've seen, and this is, you know, I can reference my sister growing up in in high school and whatnot. There was like just how we basically... I have just seen this explosion of gender reveal parties. When when she was in high school, there was suddenly this explosion of, um, you know, ask your prom date out creatively, and you had to do all this extra. Like when I was in school, it was like you just asked somebody, you, gave a note, you just check yeah, yes or, no. or in person, <laughs> you know, like hey, do you want to be my prom date? It, you didn't have to do like this crazy cryptic puzzle with flowers and you know like um like a big production in front of the whole school which when she was growing uh in school that's what it became and i think that that is just an example of what comes out of this generation that's been so connected um on the surface through media and through all these things but really underneath the surface has never been more disconnected from human touch human connection um you know, real relationships, real interaction. And I think that we see this this explosion of these kinds of um, random, like, you know, ask your prom date out in a fancy way or have a gender real party. I think it's actually related to a cry for attention and a cry for value mm-hmm. because really we don't have that under the surface. We don't know how to have real genuine relationships anymore yeah so it's more constructed it's more um maybe more artificial more you know we have to plan these moments in a different way because we have to make them matter because we need a stronger pull and a stronger reason for people to come and be in our world because Mm. real friendship doesn't exist in the same way that maybe it used to so when you get an invitation next week for a gender reveal party. Oh, crap. <laughs> no. <laughs> Come with bows and ribbons. <laughs> kind of in that same vein, kind of moving on a little, but not quite. I, I saw this article, um, the U.S. News, and it says, Federal judge rules that school's skirt requirement for girls is unconstitutional. Meaning, what are they requiring? So, so, you know how private schools yeah. can require that, you know, girls, girls wear, skirts wear skirts and yeah. guys wear pants, collar shirts, that kind of thing. Oh, my god! So, this judge this is unconstitutional is now, now? It's unconstitutional that girls have to wear skirts. Oh, my gosh. It took me back for a second because I'm like, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that. Okay. Well, how did you grow up? I I did not have a there was no dress code okay well when I I went to private school there was a pretty strict dress code and then on Fridays we had chapel day and we had to wear dressy clothes so girls had to wear dresses and boys had to wear like you know like a dress shirt and slacks that kind of thing so you only had to do that one day a week one day a week and then the other yeah I didn't have a I didn't have a uniform all week it was chapel day you had a uniform Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I guess in my mind, it's a natural, <laughs> it's a natural, I'll say this, it's a natural byproduct of the direction that 
that the country is going. Because, yes, given the way the country is going, yes, you can't force somebody to wear a dress because you can't even identify their gender. So, I don't know. How would you, how would you quote, enforce that? <laughs> I think it's I, silly. I think we need to just, you know, I think it should just be a matter of respect. Like, you know, I get it. Like, you dress nice because it's a school day or whatever. I think it shouldn't be... There's not more to it than that. It's not demeaning and, you know, you're not, um, oh, I just feel like there's a whole, there's a whole narrative on feminism that's attached to a skirt that this could very easily touch on, Mm -hmm. that we don't want to be part of that. We don't want to, we don't want to be part of that traditional female role. So skirts are heresy. It's like a, it's like a different version of bra burning. (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah so to me once again it 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 touches on like there's this rebellion against this confusion this you know so now it's like you'll, you'll have a girl and you know and she's wearing pants and you know she's probably wearing a brassiere that will flatten her out so she can't tell she's a girl and how is that <laughs> flatten her out. I wish, wish you guys could see him like physically doing that right now <laughs> maybe one day when we have video going <laughs> you will have a youtube channel you need to have a youtube channel <laughs> yeah the yeah so i don't know i mean i because i think north carolina has been a um definitely like I don't want to say ground zero, but it's definitely been a battleground state where there's a lot of stuff happening in North Carolina. Like North Carolina was kind of fighting back against the um, the the bathroom laws a couple of years ago, mm. if you remember that, mm-hmm. where they were trying to say that, you know, uh, boys who identify as girls could use whatever bathroom they deem fit, and there was kind of like... North Carolina passed a law that said no, they can't. They need to use whatever bathroom they're they were signed at birth or they were born yeah. with. Uh-huh. And there was a really I mean, I remember I think it was the the NBA um the National Basketball Association uh, National Basketball Association decided that they were going to remove like the the championship game and all playoff games from that from North Carolina because of that law that was passed. And so they were kind of saying we're going to have nothing to do with North Carolina because what they're doing is wrong. And and it's just you know so i mean you can see this battleground and so now the fact that it's coming back out of north carolina again kind of just says when there's <laughs> there's there's something going on there there's some ground that the uh that is being fought for definitely mm-hmm. so and you know it's it's kind of comes back to it says it's a charter school so I don't know charters are that's still technically a public school that's right? just like yeah, yeah it's just like the one we send well we partner with her yeah for our, so we August. send our our son to a a 
uh, we homeschool. We homeschool. Let's make that a very abundantly clear. Yeah, we I work my tail off. It's fun. <laughs> yes. It's worth it. It's the right thing for us. And I work my tail off. And he goes in one day a week. Yeah. <laughs> no dress code. <laughs> no dress code. Just bare butt naked. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Son, do you want to wear clothes? No, Dad, I don't. <laughs> Stop it right now. Daddy, no. <laughs> don't make me. Um, yeah, no, I mean, I, you know, I, I never want to say that that was a fear-based decision. No. But it, it's, there's a, there's definitely a movement that, you know, of, there's like two, two forces. And you have this liberal agenda that's just trying to volatilely push things forward. And then you have this conservatives is like, let's hold on the brakes here. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't get ahead of ourselves, you know. And I think the, you know, some of the scary stuff too is that societies have fallen and crumbled. And and it's like we're, we don't, for some reason, we're not looking at our past anymore. Like we think, oh, we're not like the Grecian Empire. Yeah. We won't fall. Yeah. Everybody forgets. I think <laughs> everybody know? forgets history. They forget the, uh, how, you know, the sexual proclivity of that, that society actually. Proclivity. That was a proclivity? big word. Did you, did you use that in the right context? I don't even, was I that. I feel like, can I Google it? You keep talking. You keep talking. <laughs> sexual practice. <clears throat> that we forget that. And if we don't re- go back to our past and it's like, you know, and learn from it, we're bound to make the same mistakes again. And, and so. <clears throat> Let me interrupt here. Proclivity, a tendency to choose to do something regularly, an inclination or predisposition toward a particular thing. So I think you used it correctly. I used we need it to re- correctly. rewind. <laughs> well done. That's gonna be and that's gonna be in the show notes. That's your vocabulary lesson for the day. We are gonna have a vocabulary word for the day on every podcast. I used a big word, everybody. <laughs> it's a big word. I used it. Fortuitous. Did you uh that just made me think of I'm sorry, we have a super movie based marriage because my husband loves movies and I just thought of the movie Clueless from like years ago and she did it like vocabulary word every day and fortuitous was one of her vocabulary words because it meant lucky and all this stuff. Wait, so. well, whose was that? Uh, uh, share in Clueless. Oh, in Clueless. Remember? Clueless. Yeah, okay, yeah, so yeah. random aside. We are now gonna have a vocabulary word. So not only are you gonna laugh, you're gonna cry, you're gonna you're learning something is you're going to get a vocabulary word. You're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> All right. So here, here's another question. And this is just kind of on the, the, the fun side of this podcast. Um, I kind of, when I, when I have guests that I interview, I kind of want to know what, what are they watching? What are they reading? Oh. What are they ooh, listening to? Ooh, ooh, ooh. You go first. So, no, <laughs> you're my guest. <laughs> Okay. All right. So what, what are you reading? What am I reading? I am reading. She gr- has it here. I have it like <laughs> literally on the table. This is so exciting. I am reading Girl Stop Apologizing by Rachel Hollis. Shout out to Rachel Hollis. You are a beast mode mama boss lady and you are super inspiring. If you guys have never heard of her, I encourage you to like find her, follow her, get some of her resources. You're welcome. It's a little 
Rachel Hollis promo. Um, that, that one is Girl Stop Apologizing. Girl Stop she has Apologizing. another book too, yeah. like Girl, girl Wash Your Face. She has like girl six wash your books. Face. She has like six or seven like books Girl now. Wipe Your yeah. Tushy. <laughs> girl Wash Your Face. No, it's legit. The titles, it's like... Girl, pull up your big girl panties. Girl Stop Apologizing. <laughs> stop making excuses for not embracing and achieving your goals. Ooh. So it's very... It's, it speaks. And let me tell you, I encourage you guys to get a hold of that. Um, what was the other question? What, so that's what, what I'm reading. All right. Um, what are you listening to? But I read like six books at a time, you know, so like <laughs> I could, there's more, but, um, what am I listening to? Um, I, <laughs> what am I listening to? I listen, well, I always listen to our C3 San Diego podcasts or like our messages from, from service. Mm-hmm. I love that. That's our church. And I listen to... I listen to now. This could be music or this. Oh, could be you're podcasts. talking. Okay, okay. You know, it's like, okay. what are you listening to? What am I listening to? Well, that's mm, the funny mm. thing. I enjoy music, but I, I don't seek it out. It's so funny. I don't know why. I used to be really into music when I was younger, and I married you, and then I just guess I got lazy because you do all that, and so <laughs> I just like, I just don't. I, I drive. I don't even. I control the yeah, die. Yeah, pretty yes. much. I like don't even. You could ask me. Oh, do you like? this and such and such band they're new i'm like i don't even know who that is like yeah. you know i i like it if if it's like a stomp clap thing i like it um <laughs> spotify playlist <laughs> yeah, stomp, clap. stomp clap thing so, and if it's heart. like reggae i like it um anything beach music i like that and what else do i listen to um yeah podcasts i actually started listening to because you just like went on this podcast tirade I think in prep for this so now I'm like I have to keep up and listen to stuff to keep up so yeah you got me started on TED Talks daily that's kind of fun yeah and then I listened to a lot of random um Charlotte Mason homeschool stuff which is like the academic side of my brain so probably not gonna appeal to many of your listeners um (laughs) you don't know never know you don't if you're a homeschooling person look into Charlotte Mason there you go there you go. <laughs> what are you? And then oh. last question. Yeah. What are you watching? What am I watching? I don't. Uh, oh, I know what I'm watching. My kids are crazy into How to Train Your Dragon, so we watch How to Train Your Dragon stuff together the all show? the time. The show, the movies, the, show, the, the all movie. the movies, all the episodes, and <laughs> I've never thought like I never thought I would really enjoy a kid's show it's like i'm a fan now like yeah. i know all the dragons and the dragon names and stuff <laughs> i mean like scott was asking me the other day what you know what is this dragon what is that dragon? i'm like i knew all the dragons so i'm a little bit of a geek there was there was a moment where <laughs> i i saw that like you were frustrated <laughs> that you had to leave the room for something because you were into the show <laughs> and i was like oh she's hooked <laughs> She says, oh, kids, oh, you want to watch Let's watch, watch the it because I okay. want to see what happens I'll next. let you watch the show. <laughs> and then you, there's you with a bag of popcorn. No, I don't even <laughs> eat popcorn, chocolate. I don't have like a piece there's of chocolate. There's you with a bag of popcorn. <laughs> oh, yes. This is fine and dandy. Well, okay. Okay, okay. well, your turn before we, you know, you got to share a little oh, bit okay. here. Uh, let's see listening what are you uh, reading do you read 
Do you even read? Uh, devotionals. Do you, do you read stuff? <laughs> do you like use your eyes I, to I'm look at words start, on a page? <laughs> I'm going to start. So when people ask me this question, um, I know, there's that book over there that I've been wanting to pick up with, what's it, that 40 Days to Your Future? 40 Days oh. to I don't think it's 40, 40 days, I think it's 40 like 20 days to having the life you want or something like that. Uh-huh. I've been wanting to pick that up. And doing this devotional that I read in the mornings, um, it's uh, The Wild Life with John Eldridge. And it's kind of mm. uh, it's kind of very based on The Wild at Heart, which is probably one of my favorite books. And um, so that's a little bit of the reading I've been doing. Uh, listening. Uh, like I said, I've been doing a lot of podcasts. Favorite top top two top relevant three. podcasts is always my favorite. Okay, next next two then we know that it it makes me laugh <laughs> down in my belly. Uh, the other you like is, the Dax Shepard one? Yeah, armchair expert. Now just forewarning for people in <laughs> my audience, uh, the language can be a little colorful and the topics can be sometimes colorful. But I love that he he's um, 15 years sober and he he loves not only having like people from entertainment, but he has experts on certain topics come on his show and he talks to them and he, he's, he's actually really, he's not the person that you think of when you think of the guy that was on punked or without a paddle uh he's actually really intelligent he's really intelligent yeah i didn't know that that's where he came from okay oh yeah i just always knew him also married to Kristen bell so we watched that funny youtube clip um, on ellen where they were wearing the mask that that was really funny to guess the food that yeah. that showcased their their marriage right there it was pretty hilarious. <laughs> I, I think, think they we... got. She took her ring off. She took her <laughs> ring off and threw it. Um, another one that uh, yeah is this American Life. I lo- I like listening to that too. Um, uh, watching what are we watching right now? Um, we always are watching like you know. The Office on Netflix. I'm gonna throw you under the bus right now. Okay, you need to be real and be transparent. What is? <laughs> what are you always watching every week? It's like on Sports? every Sunday. No. <laughs> oh. Flipping zombies. <laughs> zombies, people. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. I, it's O-M-G. like I'm drawing a blank. Um, The Walking Dead. It's kind of my guilty pleasure. Um, been watching it for a long time. It's, it's zombies. Wh- <sighs> It's, you know, it's one of those shows that's funny. I was talking to a, a co-worker of mine, and I said, I was like, oh, do you watch it? Because I was trying to find somebody to talk about it with. And uh, he was like, oh, no, I never watched that show. I, could just, I couldn't get into zombies. And I was like, that's the thing is, like, the zombies are really just background for yeah. what these characters are going it through. takes okay i will say i do enjoy a little bit of the storyline i don't keep up with it enough but it takes quite a bit of effort to get past the zombies i mean they're so assaulting like when you first <laughs> watch this you're like what is happening this is so crazy it's like demonic there's like zombies they're eating people yeah like it's pretty yeah. rough well you know <laughs> it's not for the 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 those with light stomachs 
Like you, um, I think you watch that because you know the comic and you're into it, or it's that kind of you're into that kind of movie, or you give it a long enough chance <laughs> that you get past this. I think there's there if if you're not into, not that I'm into scary movies and no. things like that. I don't watch a lot of that. Um, every now and then I'll watch something if it it's got a garners a buzz or um, it's being really talked about. I kind of want to see what's going on with it. The but with The Walking Dead, like to me, the the zombie, I don't, I could give a rip about the zombies, really. To me, it's <laughs> it's about the characters, it's about the hardships they face, about these. the The scarier thing is not so much the zombies, but the people. Mm-hmm. You know, people that are trying to survive and will do anything, and and you see these people that, you know, were probably school teachers and. And, yeah, and, it, it and, does. Ha- it is like a crisis in humanity that they yeah. they've really written into that show. And so that you see, when pushed to extreme limits, what they what they resort to and what they come to, and so yeah. So, but <coughs> I, it is in the ninth season. I'm kind of like, uh, how much more is this gonna go on for? I love it, but I'm ready for it to be over. Um, <laughs> I don't know how they're gonna write it up an ending to it though because the comic book is still continuing as and long the comic as Daryl doesn't will... die babe as long as Daryl doesn't die <laughs> it'll, be, it'll be like Jesus no like Daryl sacrifices himself <laughs> for all of humanity um <clears throat> you know I can't see the show having a happy ending it's gonna be a little tragic but I, at the same time they can't the, the ending can't ruin the comic book and so or can it (laughs) so it's gonna have to end in a way that i don't think anybody's gonna be happy it either ends with a cancellation or it ends with like a and we we live the rest of our lives fighting the zombies who talks like that i don't know nobody talks like that on the show nobody talks like that (laughs) but in the future they will one character his name will be Baco. (laughs) Well, um, thank you. Did I ace my interview? Yeah. <laughs> you did good. You did good. I'll, um, I don't take... know if any of this audio is going to be useful. Um, That's okay. Useful. You can pay me later. I will pay you. <laughs> <laughs> no, the way that you pay me. No. 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 I, my guests pay me to come on my show. Other guests, it's... but not me. No, no, I'm like well. I'm like you, the guest of all guests, so like not you, because technically it's my money. So <laughs> it'd be like me paying myself. <laughs> all right. Well, I love you. Who me or the audience? I love you. Oh, love you. I, love I thought you. you were signing off to the audience, like <laughs> committing. You. you know, their your love to them already. <laughs> you do love them, but they don't uh, know you we're yet. We're not there yet. They don't know you we're yet. Not there yet. <laughs> I might get there with the audience. I love you guys. And I just want you to know I'm going to be talking to you next week. My sweet pillow dog voice. Yes, oh my, <clears throat> my pillow talking. Uh, um, but yeah, so that's all we have for the show this week. How do you sign off? you have a special sign off yet? I'm Scott. I'm Jenny. We'll see you next time. No, no, you got it. No, the, no, yeah. No. Oh, you're gonna say on the part in the noise. Yeah, thing? I was no. gonna say we'll you, see you, you next say, time on the part in the noise. Are you, are you gonna say on the part in the noise podcast? Or are you gonna say 
you know, we'll see you next time. Pardon our noise. Pardon the noise. What are you doing here? You didn't think about it. I didn't. (laughs) We'll see you next time on the Pardon the Noise podcast. Yay. Thank you for listening to the Pardon the Noise podcast. You can follow the show on Instagram at Pardon the Noise podcast. If you love the show, be sure to rate and review us. It helps us get noticed by others. I'm Scotty Hughes, and we'll see you next time.